want to show you, I want to announce something. Now, it's quite a privilege to do this. This is a, um, a thing that we've been working on for two years, and we've been doing it in secret. Um, sorry, guys, but now the uh, cat's going to be out of the bag. Um, Facebook video is streaming live, and there's no going back. So here we go. This is what we have been working on. Now this is our Generator X, and now you can see the screen. You can see there's Generator 1 at the top and Generator 2 at the bottom. Now, in offline mode, you can actually run programs. Now, I've loaded programs into this generator. Oh, I'm doing things in reverse. Um, from this, um, you choose the generator number, and then you can see programs appear. And you just scroll down to the program you wish to run. Uh, nothing really interesting here. Oh, colloidal silver generation. Okay, then you press start. Then you press go. And it's running colloidal silver. Now that's pretty boring because it's five hertz, but it can this generator can run to 40 megahertz any waveform. Which is quite quite um, quite impressive. Now um, while generator one is doing this bit. You go to generator two, same thing again, choose the program you want to run. I don't know what's what's what sounds got, I can't even read it because the screen's so so um simple test. This is all boring stuff, but um the, the really good thing is that um these are all test programs, you know. <laughs> They're not real programs, and we would have put something really cool on for this demonstration, but um spooky has got the ability to load programs into this generator. Then you unplug the generator and you can run it without your computer. And that's really the um, one of the biggest features of this generator. The programs you can start you can start them or you can loop them. And so if you run loop you can just put your two remotes in here and just have it running 24-7 after a program is finished or loop around to the next one. That's our little baby. Two years in the making. Look at that. We have built this from nothing. Well, I mean, not literally from nothing, but from scratch, I should say. Look at that. That's real quality. We didn't want to have a plastic generator. We didn't want to have any sort of uh, compromise on quality. And so it looks like a gem. It is a gem of a generator. And so I think it was something like five years ago. <laughs> I was being interviewed by uh, uh, Clyde Dakar and um, I was holding up a, my XM generator and I was smiling and, and this, this was the exciting, that was the exciting thing at that time. Well, this is the exciting thing now. And this, this generator has been designed as a rife generator. And so it's been designed for treatments. And so Spooky, you can um, copy programs from the generator, paste to another generator all the programs. You can edit, edit the um, programs that are in the generator. All these features have been put in over the last few months, which is why there hasn't been a Spooky 2 re software release. Because once you see the, um, the new options, people start to realize, well, actually this, you know, you've been hiding something from us. Well, we have, but there's been good reason. You know, we've got um, companies that aren't so happy about us, you know, being successful and we're trying our best to help our users and, and turn our backs on 
on all the negative things that are going on. So there we go. Look at it. Look at that shine. And when when you sort of hold it in your hand, you, you really sort of appreciate the fact this, how quality it is. It really is a beautiful machine. So um, there we have it. On the back, you can see. Wow. Can you see that? Yeah. You can see G1, G2, the two generators that are on board. Yeah. Okay, now I've got people asking me questions. Uh, let's have a look. I'm quite proud to be the person to have announced it to the world <laughs> in front of my blue screen. Hey, no expenses spared. Okay, now let's have a look at the questions. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, will the user be able to load programs into the generators themselves for the Spooky program menu? Um, yes, um, that was a question from Bev Wright. Bev's um, one of our long-time supporters. Yes, you can. Um, we've The programs I've shown you now, they're just yucky programs, just making waveforms so we can test the unit and, and um, do, you know, make photos of the unit. But no, we, you can load whatever you want. So programs that you're currently running in Spooky, um, you load them in and you run them standalone. It's really simple, or kind of simple. <laughs> you, what you do is you load the programs in, load the settings you, you, you want, the waveforms, and then you load them into the generator. You select a memory location, throw it in, and then once you've, um, you know, once you've done that, you unplug it and, and, and you're away. Um, okay, other questions? When is this Generator X available and for how much? Um, we are hoping, I think it was the 5th of February is when this, uh, when the Generator is going to be released. Um, which isn't far away. Uh, how much? You're talking to the wrong person. I, I don't do money. <laughs> I don't do sales at all. Not a salesman, so I don't know. I'm the person who um, was pretty much developing this, but of course I've got a team of people that are more clever than me, so they do the, the tricky stuff. Uh, let's have a look. Will the next release of the Spooky software have the functionality to be able to download the programs? Yes. In fact, the hard part is hiding it from you guys because I started adding some of the um, some of the features specifically for this generator and then there was a need for a, um, a release to fix some of the um, some of the bugs in the, in the software so um, I had to hide all the things which I'd started adding to this and so some of the gaps that you have on your screen have actually got stuff in it so now I've um, now the cat's out of the bag. I can, I can show it. I can show the software more. But I haven't. If I if this was all planned, I'd, I could show you maybe the software on the screen and explain. But there we go. Sometimes <laughs> some of the best things are unscripted and unplanned, and this is what this is certainly unscripted um, and definitely unplanned. It's just a just a gap filling. But isn't that beautiful? Look at it. Look at it. And there's nothing, no compromises. You know. Um, because there's several, there's quite a few um, things which we're very, very proud of. Um, we wanted to have this generator 
to have a biofeedback facility. Now, we wanted it not just to have a normal biofeedback facility like Spooky Pulse. We wanted to have it like we wanted to have something on steroids because we're starting from ground zero where we were two years ago. And so we wanted something which could monitor the signal going into your body rather than monitoring your body's response. And that is normally a reasonably easy task. But with this little generator, um, there were a few obstacles, the, um, not least being its speed because it is 40 megahertz. We, um, th there are ways of doing this which are not that difficult, but there is another obstacle as well, and it's a little bit technical, but I will explain it because I'm sure some technical people will be watching this video. The problem was, because we use Spooky Boost on the outputs, the output signal is floating in relation to ground. And so we had to do what's called high side detection. Now, high side, high side detection on a broadband device, which can operate up to 40 megahertz, is fiendishly difficult. And so we had to scratch our heads and come up with the system. And uh, pretty much everyone threw in the towel. But, um, you know, it must have been about 2 o'clock in the morning one time I sort of I couldn't sleep because of this problem, and I, I came up with an idea, and it, it worked really well. And so this is what um, what we've done. Uh, we found a way to do high side detection from basically DC up to 40 megahertz, and um, we use that. Now, because this biofeedback is using is monitoring the signal rather than the body response, it's very very fast with a biofeedback scan that would normally take an hour this one would only take something like oh about six minutes even faster if you decide not to monitor the phase angle as well as current which are the two things which this um, device can monitor and because this is so fast in the biofeedback um, we've developed a preset which is pretty much the only preset you'll need to run um, I, after six and a half minutes, it will scan from around 18 kilohertz up to 18 megahertz. And so every single bug, parasite, pathogen that you've got in your body will be hit by this generator, will be detected by this generator. And it's like six and a half minutes. It's not like you've got to sit for an hour and a half or so which we, we currently do a spooky pulse but that's another thing as well if you're doing a biofeedback with this you don't have to sit perfectly still with the lights off and and be in you know half asleep type mode it's it's um it doesn't rely on your heartbeat and so it, it doesn't matter if you're being disturbed and six and a half minutes like really it's so it's going to change the way biofeedbacks are done completely okay uh, more questions come flooding on. Okay. Uh, okay. When the programs are download, downloaded to the Generator X, will they be retained in uh, permanent memory or will there be batteries backing up the downloaded programs? Look, we want things to be as simple as possible. So we don't want to have like AAA batteries you know, to, or, you know, having to think, well, you know, after two years, you're, you're going to lose your memory because the 
because the uh, battery is running flat. Now, once you load the programs and they're stored in E squared prom, and so they're there for, you know, as long as you're here. <laughs> and so they, you don't have to worry about things like battery backups and stuff. But once you load them and they're there, you don't have to worry about having to um, manually back up. Okay, will this new generator also run cold laser, radionics, etc.? It sounds like it will be more portable than the XM. Well, uh, yes, it does. Well, uh, I think there was a, um, a program. Let's have a look. I'll do program number one. I've got colonial silver. <laughs> uh, laser, laser, laser. No, it hasn't. But it, and, you know, but I mean, here I've got like empty uh, memory locations. I can just throw in a uh, cold laser preset and and run that one. No, it does it fine. You know, you, this generator uh, when you throw in a program, you can note in the waveform the voltage, which is the amplitude, the uh, what have we done? The, the offset waveform, offset, uh, and the um, um, duty cycle. Most of the parameters get loaded in, so you just load in the um, a colloidal silver program, use the colloidal silver preset, unplug it, and you just do it. <laughs> you just do it. Okay, uh, so you can, but portable, no, because this generator, um, it's got three computers in it. Uh, because it is so powerful, it's needed three different computers. Two of them are exceedingly powerful. And they, work, they all work in conjunction with each other. And so it uses a 12-volt supply. It does use more power than the XM generator. So it's portable so far as you don't need to have your, plug, your, your computer plugged into it. But um, you can't have it like standalone with a battery plugged into it. Well, I suppose you can, but it'll have to be a car battery because it does take a fair amount of power. In fact, um, if you can make a portable car battery, <laughs> you can do it. But um, yeah, there we go. Okay, more questions. Keep them coming. Uh, when you are in the spooky software, how will the new generators appear? Is one or two? Yeah, this is one thing I, I sort of thought about when we were sort of sitting around the table, you know, how, how we wanted it presented to the user. And so we decided we wanted it to be as transparent as possible to the user, really, the, all, the, all, the, all the horsepower that's inside here. We just want it to be simple to use. And so when you plug this into your computer, instead of one box appearing in your spooky software, you have two boxes. And so you'll see two generators and nothing changes. You can control each one as if it was an XM generator, except it'll be, of course, much faster and um, more precise. It's more precise in other ways as well, but um, maybe we'll be covering this in other videos. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pressured all the time to, um, to make videos. And in the early days, I used to really loathe it because I used to be a bit camera shy, but you kind of get over it after a while. The, um, but it's now the problem is more time. I'm spending more time in development work and time, of course, in front of a camera. You know, it's not, not being too productive in that area. But um, we, I wanted more precision in the lower frequencies with this generator. Now, the XM generator, 
oh, uh, Sam, could you uh, find an XM generator so I can show you the relative size of the two? Thank you. Um, the XM generator, it, it is quite a precise generator. We did quite well back then. You know, we had um, you know, um, you know, the technology that was around then. We did very well. Um, but it could only do the five-digit uh, resolution of frequency up to 600 hertz. But, you know, really 600 hertz isn't very fast. It's, it's quite, yeah, I won't say the way that springs to mind. <laughs> Okay, I'll just, I'll just put it alongside an XM generator so you can see the difference. Thanks, Sam. We are. Okay, this is, this is the XM generator. So the size is not too different. We try and get it le level. <laughs> not, it is larger. Um, and you can see the width is actually not quite so tall. Um, just continuing about the resolution. This one does five digit resolution up to 30 kilohertz. And so it's more reusable for the frequencies that most people use. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of tweaks in the, in the um, software to allow for this extra hardware. One uh, other things. Yeah, when um, the biofeedback, what, um, because the biofeedbacks are more precise now, I wanted it so that after a scan, you can go back over the data and change parameters and play with things, rather than sitting back and going through um, another session of a biofeedback scan, even if it's only six and a half minutes. Why? I mean, you've done it once already. And so I've introduced a thing called retrospective analysis where you use the data and you apply different rules to the data. Um, in the scan, in the default scan settings for this generator, it monitors both the current and the phase angle. So after a scan, if you've selected your current as the biofeedback variable, and you think, well, that's interesting. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a few hits in one area. And you want to sort of... Um, compare that with the phase angle biofeedback, you then select phase angle in the software and then you click on the analyze button and then it'll do the same analysis but using the phase angle. And so it's an instant thing. And you can change thresholds. You know, another thing I was not happy about is with the old system, uh, because the threshold is set at zero, after a scan they'll tell you you've got cancer and rabies and herpes and everything because when you set spooky to find 10 hits you're forcing spooky to find 10 hits and so even if it's not a hit or look below the threshold until there's basically tiny tiny ripples and it thinks ah this there's, there's one i found it but it's not and so um in the new software there is a threshold and you can define what the threshold is and so you might do a scan and find you've got no no hits and so you just set a threshold lower, click on analyze, and do a retrospective analysis on that scan. And then you'll find which were the lower hits. Um, I'm still playing with, the, um, with that threshold at the moment. It's 0.4 of a percent. But um, I may go a bit lower than that. Uh, okay, so this one can log both current and phase angle during a biofeedback scan 
um, if you want to have faster scans, you can set the software so it only does one, you know, and it decreases the scan time by maybe 20% or so. Um, and so if, you're, if you know what you're doing, if, if you know that you really only want to ever monitor, say, the, um, the current, which we found is actually the best one because phase angles are, is, is reflected in the current. But if you only want to monitor current, you can go into the settings tab, select, you know, you only want to measure the current. And then um, all your biofeedbacks will be faster after. There's lots of other tweaks in the software as well. You know, I mean, how many times have you created a custom software, a custom program, I mean, and then you've refreshed the database and then you've got to sit for about five minutes while, while the main database loads and everything loads. Well, now it does it in seconds because it only refreshes the custom database. Lots of little things like this, which makes everything so much more pleasant. And I'm sorry, I've, I'm sorry that I've made you guys wait for so long, um, but um, there's been good reason. I'm hoping for a software release by the end of this week. It'll have the latest databases, the, um, the base pair database, the DNA database, the molecular database, and the main database. Um, and it's been a reason why I haven't been so active on the forum and on other places um, is because I've just been so busy. <laughs> Some things take a long time to do. Okay, we do, uh, okay, I've explained how the generators appear. Keep the questions coming, by the way. Um, okay, so if I plugged in this generator into my computer, it might appear as generators number 26 and 27. So um, when the numbers appear on the, um, on the software as you know, separate generators, as they do in the XM, on the screen here, you'll see at the top here the number that the generator is. So it'll be number 26 and 27. And so you know precisely which generator is which. There's no guesswork. And so you don't really need to do an identified generators like you have to at the moment with the XM generator. Also, when you're running a program, we saw this in offline mode. It has running here and quite often it'll have the program name that it's, um, that it's running. And so it's, it's just making things more pleasant, more, more usable. But it's taken too long, long years, and some of those years have been really, really gut-wrenching, I can tell you. I mean, some, of those times, some of those times, during that time. Oh, gosh, you know, we've been working in with um, oh, gosh, some, of the, some of the most brilliant minds that we, you know, research groups and, and people telling us, no, you just can't do it. It's not possible. But if you, if you try hard enough and you persevere, and you can accept failures on the shoulder, on the chin. Everything is possible. And this is living proof. Okay, moving on. Questions, please. Okay. To the user, what is the benefit of the higher frequency range? Well, I'll tell you. Okay. Now, the British Rife Group found that 1.604 megahertz was actually a subharmonic for cancer BX. And the true frequency is actually 12, up at over 12 megahertz. The XM generator can hit 12 megahertz using wave cycle multipliers. But we're also looking at waveform integrity. With a generator that, is, um, that can run the frequency um, at 12 megahertz, 
I'll tell you a little secret. Um, square waves are one of the hardest waveforms to create because I need to have not just the fundamental of the square wave. If you're running like a 100 kilohertz cycle, 100 kilohertz is nice and slow, but to make a, a square wave sharp, you need to have the generator able to produce much higher frequencies. The higher frequency that the generator can produce, the sharper the edge of the square waveform. With the generator X, we've used some components here which are extremely fast. Some of these components are laboratory grade and are not available for the end consumer. And we've used some components that have got our bandwidths up to 500 megahertz in this device. Even though this only goes up to, well, only <laughs> 40 megahertz, the, the, the components in here can go up to 500 megahertz. We have done this not to just show off. In fact, it's something that we haven't really, we, won't, we don't plan to promote. It's for waveform integrity. We want to get the sharp edges. And so when this unit is running at the high frequencies, it, all, it still maintains the beautiful wave shapes. And so when we're running Cancer BX at 12 megahertz, the waveform will be correct. But, you know, when you're talking about um, a device that can go as fast as this, and it's got the accuracy of this generator, um, the I'll put it this way one of Royal Rice frequencies was 18 megahertz at 18 megahertz you need to have a wave cycle multiplier of 3 that means the error and the frequency is 3 times as great this unit can do it raw without any tricks in the waveform and so we're getting a much more precise signal and the preset which is doing the biofeedback scan goes all the way up to 18 megahertz it hits everything that Royal Rife found and it does it without any tricks it just does it and so I think this is truly the, the, the thing that um, that the Rife world has been waiting for it is something which is um, you know simple it's super accurate. It's super fast. And it's honest. <laughs> now, if we'd asked about the price, and I, I've gotten, I, I think I kind of know what the price is, but I'm probably going to be wrong, so I'm not going to tell you guys. But you can, you can take it from me that we're not going to make it, as, you know, we're not, we don't think ever about profit margins. We always think about having everything as cheap as possible. I've already told you we have not made compromises in the components of this device. So it's not going to be in the price region of this. Um, this unit is nice, but we did want, maybe our focus was also on, on price. This unit here, we wanted our emphasis on quality. Everything right down to the case. This case, we made the mold. We made the machine that did the milling. We made everything. So there's no compromise. There's also going to be no, you know, corporate profit margin. So, you know, we're going to make it as 
cheap as possible in the price, but not in the component. Okay. <laughs> uh, can, can this unit be used with central? Yes. Now, generator, the, um, the XM generator, um, it is sensitive to electromagnetic fields. And so we've um, had to put use filters with it. And we've, we've made improvements to it. We've put um, what they call opto-isolators on the USB port so the signal on the USB port doesn't um, stop the generator from running. Opto-isolators for, um, in English means, it's like a barrier that stops noise going in. And so we do that in the USB port. We've improved the earth shielding of the device. But there's so, only so much we could do with it. With the generator X, um, we've improved it significantly. Um, it's much more immune to electrical noise. We have found that with some computers, we can run them without filters completely, with our, um, with our Spooky Central. But we found on some laptops and some computers, especially the cheaper ones, you still need to use filters, which is a bit unfortunate. But the shielding is much more strong. And of course, we still use the opto-isolator on, uh, on the USB port and special techniques for, for shielding in the electronics as well. But because the Spooky Central is such a powerful um, device with what it, what it emits, we couldn't, um, we couldn't um, shield it completely from that Spooky Central. But it's certainly much better. Okay. Oh, there's more questions coming on the phone. Okay. Uh, okay. Is, I've, here we go. I've got um, more. We've got more more um, people coming in. This must, is this through Facebook? Okay, <laughs> streaming on Facebook. Summer of one. Okay, is the software updated too? Yes, it is. This is from uh, Alex. Alex is um, one of our longtime friends, and uh, yes, it is. Um, it is the software is updated too. Uh, do you plug Boost into the XM generators? Now we wanted to. We're very careful in what we make and we wanted everything as simple and cost effective as possible and the um the port spacing on the um, xm generator um, we wanted to maintain that with our generator x and so yes you can plug spooky boost directly into here plug in all your hardware and it'll run it'll plug in it'll fit can we have a could sam could you find a spooky boost for me please I'll just illustrate that. I'll find two of them. Two, yes, please. And so, yes, all your hardware, you know, because you've spent money already. You don't want to be having to, you know, spend more money. So, no, you don't. Just, just buy it. Just buy the generator and do it. Plug it in and it'll go. Now, I'll get two boosts and two remotes and I'll show you. How many frequencies can you load onto it? I guess you're talking, this is a question from Charlene. Hi, Charlene. Um, Gosh, the way the lighting is, it looks like I haven't shaven, but I have. Maybe I missed out a part. Okay, um, how many frequencies can you load? The Generator X can load 30 programs. And so you can scroll down and, and um, select 30 programs. Okay, I've got the um, two 
boosts coming in now. Okay, um, please explain how actually biofeedback works. Okay, I will. Biofeedback is using contact mode and it monitors the current and the phase angle through your body. Let's have a look. And you use 10, you recommend TENS pads because TENS pads, uh, because it's relying, it's monitoring the current passing through your body. If you're holding hand cylinders and you grip the hand cylinders more tight during part of the scan, it'll pick it up as a hit because it's monitoring the current. And so you um, use TENS, you know, contact stickers. You can buy them from us. We've made sure that we're the cheapest ones on the internet anywhere. <laughs> and we've increased the size of them too um, to make them more comfortable for longer sessions. But of course, Generator X is not longer than anymore. Now this is, now I've got the two spooky boosts. Oh, look at that. I've actually got the generator on. It's running. There we go. And so we've made sure that they fit. See, look at that. So these are the two boosts which you are using at the moment. They, they uh, fit beautiful, don't take up much space. There we go. And the remotes just sort of plug in, the, plug in here as they did before. Uh, and so we use TENS um, pads with the TENS cables. Now, because it's relying, biofeedbacks, uh, oh, and then you do your scan, you start the generator, and no, nothing's different from there. Now, because the uh, the generator X is looking at the change in the signal rather than changing your body response. Some of the rules change. Like we used to say, put one tens pads on your right hand and one on your left ankle, and then you run. Now, that's actually the, the worst thing for generator X because it's such a long path between your between here and down there that that signals passing through mostly good tissue, healthy tissue, and then it might go through your disease area before it goes, you know, finds its return back. And so the ratio of good signal to bad signal is too high. The, 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 you know, it can't find the little peaks from the bad stuff. And so with Generator X, um, if you have like a, Oh, you know, uh, let's say I've got a, 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 um, a wart here. Actually, it's not a good example because there's lots of hair there. I didn't realize how hairy I was. But you put one tens pad here and one right next to it, as close as possible to the other one. So you go right across the problem area. And so um, then most of the cells which the signal passes through will have the... the um, Papimo virus in it, and then you can find the frequencies to run and go from there. So, um, that's the that's the better way of doing it. But it's actually bigger than this. Now, I'll because I've sort of opened up to you guys, and so long as you guys promise not to tell anyone, I'll tell you something that we're working on. And um, this is big. This is really big because Generator X relies on a signal change to monitor the biofeedback. It doesn't even need the human body. So, what we're working on, just keep it to yourself. 
we're working on a holder, which you plug into the generator output. The holder, we, we're still working on the detail, but it's going to be pretty much two plates which salvage a sample. And you run the biofeedback on that sample. Now, when we were first thinking, you know, working through this idea, and we had a functional generator X at that time, I came down with a cold, and so I <laughs> decided to do this. I got a um, got a um, couple of PCB plates. I coughed up a bit of the yucky stuff from my throat, and I put it between the plates, and it's actually looked worse than how it sounds. <laughs> and then um, I ran a biofeedback on that yucky stuff, and it and it was, it was remarkable. The the hits really sharp hits. The, um, the, the triggers to have those plates very, very close. Like we're talking about 0 0.06, 0 0.05 of a millimeter. I'm not sure how that translates to our American friends in the Imperial uh, measurements. But um, those hits that that biofeedback found, um, I then wrote a program using those hits and um, ran those frequencies using one of our remotes. And... Honestly, within about, it was less than an hour, my, um, my nose had cleared completely. It was like really, really amazing. I'd never had that by remote. Normally remote's like about an hour, two hours or so, but this was like, wow, really fast. Now, it, it wasn't all good news because colds being colds at the side of moved down to my chest. And at that time, I was way too busy with the projects and all the things we've got to do to get this, you know, get this generator, you know, feeling truly finished. That I didn't bother doing the, um, well, I didn't have the time to do the um, a repeat exercise with uh, with down on my chest, you know, cough up something. I didn't do that, so I ended up having the cold down there for you know about a week or so. But it really amazed me just how quick it cleared my nose. Just blowing my nose into this. <laughs> yeah, well, what can I say? But it, it really was, it's a very viable way. So if you can get a, a biological sample of, of anything, if you've got, you know, if you can get a tissue sample and put it between two plates and run biofeedback on that sample, that's a pure signal that's going back to generator X. And generator X will find the frequencies that that sample gave the response, the greatest response to. And so it's no guesswork, it's no, oh, maybe, maybe, yeah. It's all to do with how you set the biofeedback, how you set the thresholds. And um, it's, it's, it's introduced a few more variables into the biofeedback, but the more you learn, you know, you're looking after yourself or your loved ones, it's worthwhile to put, make an investment into learning things. And part of what Sam is all about. And so... Yeah, this is a cool way of doing biofeedback. And so we're working on it and we're going to um, get some sort of whiz-bang thing out which will just plug into the generator X and you can just, you know, we're thinking maybe open it up, put the sample in, close it up, and you're, you know, then you run your biofeedback and, and run the results from there. Okay, now that was, um, I've been on a bit of a tangent there, but that's a cool, cool tangent. Okay, will the old and recent versions of the Boost fit the generator X? Yes, it will. Um, how many programs can be loaded? 
Uh, okay, I've done that one as well. Actually, there's a repeat on the uh, on the questions here from on the phone. So, okay, I'll I'll just finish the the phone questions. Uh, okay, the bar here. Uh, okay, so the biofeedback monitors the current that the 40 milli, uh, megahertz is, uh, or up to 40 megahertz is going through the, you know, your body or whatever, and also the phase angle. Now, phase angle, some people will be wondering, well, what is phase angle? Well, I've just, yesterday I made a video explaining phase angle, and I explained it like this. Imagine that you are the signal that's pass, passing through... Imagine you are the signal that generator X is putting out and you're walking along. Each step you're making is a cycle that the uh, generator X is outputting. And walking next to you is your child. Now, you represent the voltage and the child represents the current, which is the actual flow of electrons through your body. And you're both walking side by side. Okay? If you walk too fast, the child your poor child, <laughs> but you won't go into the detail, starts lagging behind because their legs are not so long as yours. Now, um, that is like a phase angle. There's a distance between yourself and the child. The current cannot keep up with the voltage, if you like, and so it starts lagging behind. And the faster you go, the more the child's going to lag behind. Uh, and so that is basically a... a simple analogy of between you know explaining what phase angle is but imagine if you start walking over rocks even if you're walking slow and you start walking over large rocks the child will still start lagging behind that is what biofeedbacks are like the rocks represent the viruses the pathogens the parasites in your body and so they're the parts where the phase angle will change because the poor child has got short legs. <laughs> okay, I mean, there's probably a better way of explaining it, but it's quite a difficult subject. It's, it's, it is very technical, but there's a, a, a way of thinking about it, you know, this, uh, a way I'd explain to my, you know, to my parents, I suppose. Okay, um, I've just started watching how much is this new generator better than the XM, and, or how is it better? Uh, What's well, faster? It's pretty. <laughs> uh, everything about it. I mean, larger screen. It's it's um. It's what every. It's what a Rife machine should be. It's our idea of an ideal Rife machine. We wanted it not to be just a generator. We wanted it to be a Rife machine, and so this is everything we did from the onset. The, on the display, we didn't want to have things like. You know the voltage display amplitude and offset, and we what does that mean to people? We wanted a machine that people could just turn on and run, and so I can turn it on, select a generator, select a program, go. That's it. Simple, simple. The display shows you what the program is that's running. What else do you need? If you want to know more information, it's available to you on the screen on the computer. But we, we found that information overload was making some people become a little bit worried and think, you know. And to be honest, I mean, a lot of spooky gear is complicated. We're doing things to make spooky more simple. We've got things in the pipeline. We've got one thing in the pipeline, which is so incredible. 
and I really can't tell you anything about it. <laughs> but it's not a generator in things, and this is we you know this, this is you know we don't plan to make another generator for a long time, so it's not going to be made obsolete. But what we have in the in the in the future is going to really turn turn the life field upside down. Um, but I'm really sorry, can't tell you more about it. Okay, uh, price point difference, can't answer that because I don't know. Uh, just purchased Spooky 2 two weeks ago in the second unit this week. Should I send the second unit back and reorder the new one? Look, we are very aware that, um, I mean, who hasn't bought something and then the next day someone, you know, there's a big announcement that, hey, your unit's obsolete, you know? Well, I mean, the XM's never going to be obsolete as far as I know. And I certainly won't want it because my focus is always on keeping things both affordable and relevant. And so the software is always going to support the XM. Um, the XM is, is a good, cheap generator. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, the, I'm told that people that have purchased a generator recently will get a... Oh, it's a uh, I really don't know the details, but there'll be some sort of announcement. Um, Echo Lee, she um, she really looks after you guys with pricing and with um, with um, with support. I really don't know anything about that side, but um, her heart's golden and she will look after you. Okay. Uh, can it be used in addition to my existing XM generators or is one or the other to be used on the same computer? That was from Vinny. Oh, Vinny, you know, when you connect up our generator X, you can't connect to the XM. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the worst thing you could hear? I mean, it, if we were a corporation, we'd do that, you know, because then everyone's forced to buy the, you know, to buy a whole truckload of generator Xs. But no, we're not a corporation like that. And so, you know, it just, it works hand in hand. We didn't want anything. It didn't even enter our minds. Hey, that was a good idea. Vinny, you should have told us earlier. Okay, no, you plug in generator X when you've got, let's say you've got, a, let's say you've got 20 XM generators, you've got 20, you know, start buttons on the Spooky software. You plug in generator X, all of a sudden you've got 22. That's it. Nothing else, nothing else changes. And the software... Well, you know, same. Well, I mean, you you run it, you'd update your software so you can see the um, generator. But it's just simple. It's just the way you'd want it. Yeah. Okay. Wish the boost was built in, Alex. We were going to do it. We were going to do it. But there's a very good reason why we didn't. Um, I'm trying to think what it was. The problem was to do with the if you didn't want to use it with the boost, then you're talking about one of the outputs being the sync signal from the other. And when you're doing that, the way that we did the, um, the signal detection meant it was not possible. Um, but we were going to do it. <laughs> we wasted about two months trying. <laughs> but, um, okay, uh, remote scanning, brilliant. Yeah, I know. It's... Um, um, you know, the um, when we when we found us how good it was in the biofeedbacks and how sharp it was when you're just using a, a raw biological sample, 
there's a thing in the electronic field called a grid dip oscillator. They are a device, I mean, it sounds really cool, and it's actually one of my favorite instruments, even though most people haven't heard of them. They're sort of not so much in fashion now, but what they are, they can find the resonant frequency of a coil without even connecting up anything to that coil. You just put it next to the coil, next to the coil and it tells you what the resonant frequency is. And my holy grail was to find a grid dip oscillator that works for um, cells, living organisms. And so um, this is what our unit does. <laughs> it's a grid dip oscillator for biological samples. And so you can put you know, something in there and it'll tell you what the frequency is. Now, because it does it with things that are um, living, it can actually do biofeedbacks on things like, let's say you connected up a potato <laughs> to, to the output of the generator X. If you have the threshold set correctly, it will not find hits. But if you set it to zero, you're forcing it to find hits, and so it will find some hits. Um, because the sensitivity is so high in the detection circuitry, if you have any cables connected to the output, um, it will detect the reflected signal from the end of the cable. In electronics, um, most people don't realize, but funny things happen, especially at high frequencies. At high frequencies, a signal goes down a wire and it will be reflected back afterwards. And this is quite often a very, well, usually is an undesirable thing. And spooky, when you do a biofeedback, sometimes you'll see steps in the wave and the funny things happen. And you think, well, why is that? And there is a good reason, and that is that it's seeing the voltage that's being bounced back, pardon me, from the, um, from the cable. So our our sample holder will have to be very short and um, carefully designed. So it matches the technical term, it matches the impedance of the output from the generator, so we don't get the reflection back. Um, there's a lot of little, little details like this. Now, I'm sorry for people that are watching this and we're expecting a real expert on board. Well, I'm sorry, um, we've had difficulty with him. It's very likely that he's been uh, hit by snow and, um, we're just sort of filling in space with um, a bit of this, um, this showing off this new generator X that we've <laughs> just releasing, uh, announcing today. Okay, um, do you need a new remote to do a remote scan or same remote? No, same thing again, Alex. We don't want to make any of our hardware obsolete unless there's a really good reason. And so, no, just use the same, same remote, no reason to change you should find that your treatments are better uh, because the waveforms are sharper, because the component tree is of a higher grade. Yeah, Royal Rife and Tesla would have loved this. We don't follow, um, what can you call them? No, um, modern, a lot of modern day experts, they come up with theories and they're, a lot, you know, some of them are just basically have got their knowledge from Google. But lost information, information that's real, information that was there 
that was truly discovered by the giants like Nikola Tesla and Royal Rife. They're, they're really the people that we follow. And so when we read a verbatim document that Royal Rife found a cancer frequency at 17 megahertz, we use we knew that we had to hit that frequency even though subsequent researchers have found oh that must have been a harmonic you know people like even philip hoyland who um did his tests and found that the frequency was 1.607450 or what was really 12 point whatever megahertz which was discovered by the british royal uh, british rife group um so we we look at the giants and tend to ignore more of the other people but we we take everything in but we we really follow we put more emphasis on what was you know on, on what was you know discovered originally okay here wi-fi or bluetooth connection to generator x we were looking at that too at the beginning now there's two reasons why you didn't do that was three really i mean there's cost and we didn't want to go you know like overboard who wants to pay three thousand dollars for a generator <laughs> and it's not going to be that don't worry about that but um who, who wants to buy pay too much like how many people would use a bluetooth if they had the option in the generator but when you think about it the wi-fi that's out there now isn't that the cause or most of the problem that we're experiencing? Wi-Fi, radio towers, cell phone towers. And so we didn't want to sort of force, you know, have more compulsory signals <laughs> being put out by these generators. And so, no, uh, we decided to just go to USB. Another reason being some devices put out a lot of, you know, very strong signals like our Spooky Central. And that would just whitewash any other Wi-Fi signals that's out there, especially if it's in close proximity like a generator would be. And so, um, no, we don't have any Wi-Fi or Bluetooth or anything else like that on there. Uh, it's just the USB. Okay. Uh, wonder if you could use it to scan for presence of GMO and other toxins in foods. I bet it can be programmed. Yeah, I bet too. The hardware likely already supports it well yeah you know we supply the hardware to the best of our ability we rely on experts like you to do the um the tricky stuff to come up with you know better ideas or find it you know to discover that well gmo does have a response at a certain frequency i really can't answer that because i don't know i prefer answers that i can know that I do know, but um, maybe, I mean, in my mind, it's not very likely for GMO because GMO is like a change in the DNA structure. But, you know, my, different DNA may, may, may be expressed differently in the frequencies. And so, yeah, maybe that is possible. And in fact, the expert that we're having on today, we're going to have on today, was going to talk about how to use technology to revert um, GMO organisms back to their natural state. And that would have been super cool. That was why I chose that subject, actually, because 
it's 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 a it's a field I've got you know a strong interest in because most of the foods we have now are altered. They've been to- they to- tinkered with. Okay, uh, yeah, okay, Alex. Yeah, security risk. If we had the generators with Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and everything, then security is a is going to be an issue. Okay, I'm, I'm thumping. I've, I think I've finished all the Facebook questions. Uh, yep. Okay, keep the keep the questions coming because, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you guys have things you'd like to know. Okay, as the presets are refined in the Spooky software, and you need to download the latest version to the generator X, uh, will it just overwrite the prior file? Well, the software doesn't run on generator X. The software runs on your computer. Generator X has its own software on board and spooky to loads the generator x with the programs with the program parameters and then the generator x run, uses its own software when you unplug it to run those same programs and so we've developed protocols and parameters to uh, enable that to happen and so um, when the next version of spooky 2 is released um, then you download it. You can. You don't need Generator X to run it because, of course, the software will support and continue to support the XM generator. The um, it just means that when you buy one of our magical Generator Xs, then you'll see two boxes come up. It's as simple as that. Uh, I'm just wondering why you don't just load all the presets into the into Generator X. You're asking, why don't we just load all the presets? Well, Generator X has got 30 um, program locations. When you write a program and then you want to load it into Generator X, you're not loading in a preset, you're loading in a program. And there's 30 program slots. And so you decide which ones are your favorite. Maybe you just want to have... Well, maybe a good one is colloidal solver because you don't want to have your computer on for the duration. So you set up a colloidal solver program and you run it and, and um, yeah, um, that would be an ideal situation actually for um, remote mode. I suppose also if you want to have generator next to your bed and you want to do overnight contact treatment. Um, but I don't see a need for having more than 30. And we were, we were contemplating this at the beginning because, of course, Generator X has got a huge amount of horsepower. But um, we're thinking if it's, if it's more, then it actually makes it harder to navigate. And you didn't want to have a, a menu, submenu system that was so complex to people. We wanted everyone to be able to use Generator X and make it as simple as possible with as few button presses as possible to get it to run. And so um, this is why we didn't load all the presets into Generator X. Um, you can't run biofeedback with Generator X standalone because you need to have the, um, the ability to, or a bit complicated to understand, you need to have the historical, f- f- oh gosh, how could I explain it? The spooky software handles the biofeedbacks anyway. So um, you do need to have the generator connected to your computer while you do a biofeedback. Okay. Uh, am I understanding that on the diagnostic scans, you do not use the 
feedback ear or finger clips. Uh, yes, that is correct. Um, um, okay, uh, that was uh, this, that was a question from I can't see the name. I think it's Carmela. Um, that's correct. With um, Generator X, you don't use Spooky Pulse, which then uses your earplug and your finger clip. It does not use that at all. The biofeedback is built into the generator. And so when you, if you um, do want to use biofeedbacks, you don't have to rely on your heart pulse, which is, and some people like, okay, my heart pulse is always quite slow. I'm not very excitable. I'm excited now, but normally I'm not very excitable. And so for me, it's, it's terrible. You know, I've got to wait. My, my pulse is normally around 40, 45 beats per minute. And so a scan, which would, you know, which would take an hour, takes like an hour and a half for me. And that's for someone that is quite active like myself, an hour and a half is a lifetime and a half. It's just, you know, it's just terrible. I've done it and, and yeah, but, but really, but this thing here, you know, Generator X, it doesn't rely on your heartbeat. So even, even for someone like myself, it's, um, it's acceptable. <laughs> and in six minutes to go up to, to 18 megahertz. Well, there's another point too. Um, I, I sort of skipped one thing when I was explaining this. Um, because it relies on the change in the signal, each frequency step doesn't have to be so long. In fact, it only needs one frequency cycle at that frequency before it goes to the next frequency. In fact, uh, Generator X does do several cycles just for the, um, you know, for the accuracy. And, and um, gosh, there's so much I could talk about. But um, it, 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 it skims through the frequencies extremely fast. It doesn't have to apply a frequency and wait for your heartbeat to go, oh, you know, there's, there's something happening. It doesn't need to do that. It looks at the raw signal going through your body. And it also doesn't rely on your on a galvanic response, which is your skin perspiration. It doesn't need your body to respond. It's looking at the characteristics of the electrical signal. And so it's instant. It happens right then and there. Now, um, another thing is, um, now it's, it's just a little point of interest, and I don't think we, we mentioned this anywhere in our documentation, but we want the accuracy to be as precise as possible. When you're doing the uh, sampling, the analog sampling in the Generator X and the electronics, it does 65,000 samples per, se per second of the analog signal, which is not too bad, really. In fact, no, actually, it's faster than that. It's faster than that. Oh, gosh, how fast is it? It's... Um, five million samples per second, and each of those samples is averaged at 65,000. That's the accuracy that we're talking about. Okay, moving on, having botched up that one. Uh, yeah, okay, from uh, Jay Duncan, a really good point. I really strongly recommend that there's a really, really, <laughs> really, really good PDF manual including what it can do compared to the prior generator, what it cannot do prior to the generator. Okay, well, I think it can do everything that the prior generator can do, and there's nothing it can't do that the prior generator does. Um, absolutely 
100% agree with you, Jay. Um, we're going through our manuals now. We, um, we've, the, the previous manuals have been like books, you know, um, 200 and whatever pages. Like, it's impressive and it's a, it's a work of art. But it's not just a work of art. It's like a work of art gallery. And, of course, we all get tired of feet after walking through an art, a large art gallery. And we just want to have like a, the, the, the bones, just what we need to know things. And so we're going through, we've already changed, we've rewritten completely the, um, the quick guide for spooky gear. And so it's, it's not scary anymore. And when you open it up, it answers the question straight away rather than putting things in fancy terms. It's, it's just giving the things that people want to hear. And we're working on the full guide now. With, with me, you know, um, when I buy something, um, which isn't that often, when I, buy, when I do buy something, I don't look at the manual normally, um, but when I do, I really want to just see one page. And, may, you know, maybe I can tolerate three or four pages, but beyond that, my eyes start glazing over and I start working off instinct again and, and trying to fumble my around. And I think many people are like this. I really don't want to have to read through volumes and volumes of things, you know, to to do things and so we're going through our main user's guide now and um, doing a complete rewrite of that right from the ground up making it such usable uh, you know it's readable and certainly for this generator don't expect a book for this generator we want if, if i had things my way it'll be one page it'll be most of the page will be pictures um, i guess there'll be um, um you know um, photos showing how to connect the unit because you're familiar with the previous generator there's nothing nothing's changed usb port power plug and the uh, bnc ports there's nothing changed um, but e even though we've got manuals you want it simple and so um, you'll keep it the minimum minimum number of pages as possible and as clear and precise as possible, and also more logically let out, uh, set up. Because when you when you get it, you want to know number one, how do you plug it in? Number two, how do you start the software? And number three, how do you run it? <laughs> I mean, who needs a four, five, six, seven, eight? You don't need all that. And maybe we can have more details in a in a separate document, but not in a basic user's guide. So, hundred percent agree with you, Jay. Okay. Bev, my friend from New Zealand, which is at the moment scorchingly hot, I'm told. Bev, I really feel for you. <laughs> it's, I think it's minus one here. It's been snowing the last two days quite heavily. Having said that, it's quite pleasant, you know. It's nice to see snow. Um, but it's cold. And, uh, yeah, sometimes it's a little bit miserable uh, having to be inside, you know. <laughs> Okay, if you do a biofeedback with the generator not attached to a computer, can you then download the feedback? No, um, Bev, you do need to have, for any biofeedbacks, the generator connect to the computer. Um, I mean, on the positive side, biofeedbacks don't take anywhere near so long. But you do need the, uh, the uh, added um, abilities of a computer to perform a biofeedback. When you do a biofeedback with generator X, Instead of the, the graph going plonk, plonk, 
plonk. The graph goes like this. It flows like water. And so you, you'll come to appreciate the, uh, the extra horsepower that's inside our generator, but um, you do need it connected up. Okay, and Bev again. Good on you, Bev. Uh, remote biofeedback opens so many doors for helping animals. Well, that's the thing. How do you do a biofeedback on animals? And I mean, animals are only human. <laughs> well, I mean, dogs are, um, are members of our family. And um, I mean, if you like me, animals have got an equal status. Um, it's why I, I, I became a vegetarian. And so um, I, I wasn't willing to take a life of an animal for my own needs. And so, yes, if you've got an animal that's sick, you can use a sample. I mean, um, you'd have to be a bit creative and find out how to do that. But um, um, I, can, I can think of some ways. Uh, and then put that in, the, in, the, in a holder and then run your biofeedback. You don't have to shave the fur off and put these TENS pads on. Um, really, um, this, the Generator X solution couldn't come sooner. This really should have been designed long ago, but we're only human. <laughs> and, um, you know, um, it's, 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 what, what we've done is something quite impossible. We've been told by, um, there's three uh, research groups. There weren't specifically rife research groups. There are electronic-related um, research groups who told us it just wasn't possible, and we've done it. Um, and this is why it's just taken so long. Okay. Um, does Generator X remain connected to my computer by USB? This is from Karen Hughes. Hi, Karen. Um, yes, it does. Um, to put it, put it this way, if you've got an XM generator, unplug it, plug in Generator X. There's one difference though, because Generator X is so powerful, it does require a 12 volt power supply. And so it, you, it comes with its power adapter, just as the, um, just as the uh, Generator X does, uh, just as the XM generator does. But don't plug in the Generator don't, don't swap them over. Make sure that you always use the 12 volt adapter for Generator X and the 5 volt one for the XM generator. I'm sorry for that. We tried using the same adapter to keep everything nice and simple. But the power requirements, we've got three computers inside Generator X, all you know, doing doing their bit. And also I didn't want to have um, I could have I could to be fair, I could have actually used a five volt adapter but then I've got to multiply the voltage and then use filtering methods to bring it down to 12 volts and I found that under high loads there was a ripple and I was not willing to compromise on waveform quality and integrity and so we decided no we'll go for a 12 volt supply. Okay and uh, uh, Julia you've asked about um, you've uh, spooky central phanatron and five generators you've just placed an order um, and what do you do well there will be an announcement today about that for people that have just placed an order and um, well um, and I'll let Echo Lee make that because it's not really my site I really am clueless but I but Echo Echo is the same frame mind as me mindset as me we want to look after everybody we don't want to 
um, do silly things, you know, price things at $39.99 and think, you know, tricks like this, which are basically are just tricks. We just want to sell good products at the best price and do the best thing for our users. And we always put ourselves in the position of um, people that are buying the products. Like, would we be annoyed if we just bought something and then the next day something's announced? And the answer is actually, yeah, we would be annoyed. <laughs> and so um, Echo will do something to, you know, to help out there. And um, yeah, but she, you know, she's a good person. So um, trust us, trust us. Okay. This idea with the biofeedback, you know, with this, with this generator X, um, that came from an idea from a brilliant person who lives in Canada. Um, not the idea of the biofeedback, but just the, even drawing the analogy of a grid oscillator and how we could sort of improve on, a, on something. We'd already decided we were going to have a biofeedback system, but the application of it changed after a conversation with him and he didn't even know what we were doing. And this is uh, Jason Ringus. He just after this, uh, you know, and he, he just mentioned out of passing using a, G, a, a biological GDO and he's using, um, he's doing experimentation and he said to me, he wish he had something that could do this. <laughs> and this is what our generator can do. Um, what he was working on, he's, he was talking about using, getting a sample and concentrating it. He's talking about live, you know, a, a cell culture, putting it into a test tube, spinning it around in the centrifuge so the cells concentrate at the bottom. You get, this, get, that, get the concentration of cells, so it's very, very high, and then putting that into a special container which has got um, alternating plates, I suppose, like a battery, and then you can measure the, um, the, the electrical characteristics, find a, a resonant point um, in those plates. Um, and so, actually, I think it was, I'm not sure there's him or me that said, hey, that's what a GDO could do. But it doesn't matter. His conversation with me spawned the thought. And it sort of flowed from there. So it's really good to talk with people, you know, and, and throw ideas around. And so, Jason, if you're ringing, as if, you're, if you're watching this video, I don't actually know whether they're going to publish it because it's not, it's not what we're not what we're expecting. But um, you know, we've done it, and so thank you very, very much. Um, okay, uh, okay. With the existing generators, after doing a scan and doing the lookups, you end up with a list of possibilities that include everything that a harmonic frequency. Uh, that has a harmonic frequency match. With the X, will there be a reduction in the number of possibilities? Uh, no, this is from Jay Duncan. Uh, Jay, good question. Um, no, there's no change in the functionality in the software at all. And in fact, there's a much, uh, you'll see that in the, native, in the next release of Spooky 2, when I do pull my finger out and release it, um, you'll see there's a greater functionality. There's no limits like this. You can perform a scan with it set to find two hits, for example. And let's say those two hits are very, very strong because when you see the hits, you can also see the strength of the hits next, you know, in, in the display. And you think, gosh, I wish I should have selected 10 because there's probably more. Well, you can now. You can do, go back, 
change the number of hits defined and then do analyze and do the retrospective analysis and it'll tell you then 10 hits and so it's more powerful and there's no difference in functionality between generator x and the xm generator so as they say in new zealand no worries okay bev so the remote biofeedback could be used to treat kari dieback in new zealand yeah that's the thing too you know because you can perform a biofeedback scan on a carrot why not and in new zealand we've got kari plants which have got a disease and so if you can isolate the cells um i think it's a fungus and i don't know if the fungus is an animal or plant in fact i don't think the scientists know either but if you can maybe get a concentration of the affected area and put that in a in a holder and you have that have it very very narrow what you're actually forming is a biological capacitor where the sample is the biological tissue that you're testing i'm sorry to be a little bit technical but that's that's you know you've got to call a spade a spade and so you're measuring the capacitance over frequency range and that will change according to the dielectric um, characteristics and so yeah why not plants animals you know living non-living it does not matter with biofeedback now so uh one word answer uh, yes <laughs> you can it, it really is phenomenally powerful and when you think that each Generator X has got it built into it. Now, the Spooky 2 software can only run one biofeedback scan at a time. And, and so you've got two biofeedback um, devices in each Generator X. Um, but the signal integrity, the speed, and the absolute accuracy of the, of the normal waveforms running normal programs is so, so so precise that those are the main reasons why i think that generator x is going to be pretty much um the, the bee's knees as they say um yeah okay moving on uh could you uh okay could you set up several programs as a custom program and make a few of these then if you load these custom programs into the generator you could load a lot more programs I guess so. Now there are, um, because um, we're putting programs into the generator, it's like filling up a, a, a cup. Um, a, the a program uh, in the generator X is the cup. And you can fill up water into the cup, but soon it's going to overflow because the generator X can only hold so much. The genera uh, generator X can only hold 200 frequencies which is an awful lot uh, per program. And so um, you can do, I suppose, but keep the, keep, the, um, keep the frequency count to 200. Yeah, I think that's what you're saying. There's other cool things as well. You know, when with the XM generator, it can gate up to 66 hertz. That's 66 cycles per second it can gate. You know, bum, 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 bum. Well, Generator X can gate way into the kilohertz as thousands of cycles per second, which is really cool because you can now use uh, Spooky Central um, 
gazing is a form of modulation. Um, it makes it more usable, more powerful for people that are um, that are technical, um, and they can make presets which have all these new features built into them, available for people who just want to click click a button and then go. To, I mean, if I was a, if I was just a consumer, I don't want to know technical stuff. I just want to choose the best preset, you know, and run it. And so we are. Uh, we'll develop shell presets, which are empty presets. You will make one for Spooky Central. So you select a Generator X um, Spooky Central preset without any frequencies. Okay, so it's one click. Click number two is you select the programs you want to run, and then you just press go. And that's just really what presets are all about. And so, yeah. Um, there's no real difference between Generator X and, and the usage and our XM generator. Okay, Jay, I'm wondering if the sharper frequencies with the X, GX should be, uh, will presets like the detox programs be shortened because it is more effective? Or will it only, manif or will it only manifest shorter treatment times on certain treatments? Not sure, Jay, you know, the, if you're working with remotes in particular, Treatment times become irrelevant because you're not having to sit down and connect it to a device or be near a device. And so, um, yes, I think if it, was, if it was me, Jay, I wouldn't change the programs. I keep the programs the same because they work with the XM generator. But I would be rest assured that the this, because the signals are sharper and more precise with the actual frequencies that are being produced, the treatments will be better. Okay. Yes, make it more graphical. Graphical. Andre Gorinsky. Yes, graphical. <laughs> I guess you're either talking about the documentation or the, um, or the program itself. You know, we're very aware that Spooky is global and not everyone speaks English. And so the power of graphics can't be understated. We can have very, um, very clever people writing manuals, but some people get, get more from pictures, you know? And so if you can show a picture of someone plugging in something at one point, it's, it's more obvious. It's like, yeah, okay, got it, got it. And so, Andre, yep, another another person, I agree, I agree 100%. Graphics, pictures. <laughs> okay, uh, USB 2 or USB 3? Of course it's USB 3, come on. <laughs> but the port, the port connection is the USB 2 port connector. The connector itself is this one here. So it's, it's no, no difference there. But I'm told it's USB 3. I didn't do the USB portion side of it. But the USB 3 is the uh, communications protocol of the USB between the computer and the generator. Um, other details are um, the USB speed is faster, and so commands are processed faster. Now, for most of the commands, because my concern was integrity, above everything else, integrity, I don't utilize. Um, that high speed 
except for the key commands for biofeedback because biofeedback was my baby. I wanted that one nailed on the head. And so biofeedbacks, when the generator gets commands for anything that's in the biofeedback scan, it hits it hard. And um, yeah, the USB, USB speed is twice the speed of the XM generator, which is pretty fast generator anyway. Okay, if I purchase the new generator, is there any reason to use the existing XM generator? Well, let's face it, you know, this one, let's say you buy a Rolls Royce. You buy a Rolls Royce for your, you know, to, to have at home and, you know, you, you, you want to have the best and you want to have something which is precise and can, and can hit the high notes. Why would someone want to buy the XM generator? The XM generator will always be a good generator. Just because there's something better doesn't mean this one is not good. This generator is, gosh, what, five years old now? It's had small incremental improvements, but nothing really profound. It's still a good generator. It can still, you know, run and spooky. It can... Uh, they can do things that most generators can't do today. It can still run at 20 megahertz. You've got to use tricks with wave cycle multiplier. The generator, when we first designed it, we were considering like five megahertz. And so the high frequencies, because we're pushing it right to its edge, um, the waveform does suffer and it goes rounded at the edges. But it's still a good generator. Okay. Bev, again, you were talking about being able to get to frequencies of every, any living thing. Can the remote biofeedback do this, or are you talking about another device? The remote biofeedback, um, maybe um, I should explain better. The remote biofeedback is still biofeedback connected to this generator, still connected to your computer. But the biofeedback device plugs into here and then ends here. This is the sample for it here. Rather than having have a long wire and then connect onto your, you know, where you want to sort of do your scan, uh, you can still do that, but it's not necessary now um, with this, with this um, accessory that we're developing. Um, so it's not a remote biofeedback. It's not like you, you're a person's miles away and you're, you're doing a biofeedback on them in remote. Unless, of course, you've got a sample of their pathogen. We're not talking about a sample of their DNA because it's not using D, um, you know, entanglement for the transfer of the signal. You need to have a sample of their bug that's inside them, inside a plate to form that biological capacitor. Okay, let's see. Um, if you had a DNA sample of a predator of an animal and from it find that animal's frequency, then play that frequency as an audio. Will it keep that animal away? No, no. Well, uh, well, good luck in going to a predator and getting the DNA because some predators are quite big, especially the ones you give examples for, such as um, yeah, von, yeah, such as tigers. <laughs> a 
not too keen on getting a DNA sample of the tiger. Uh, because hair doesn't really contain DNA. Claws does do, but I don't want to get a claw out of my body. Uh, okay, so you're asking about DNA sample. No. Um, well, I don't know. I have not done a, a scan using a fingernail or um, anything like that. I don't know. It's up to you guys to tell me. But I do know that it works for biological tissue. Thinking about it, I can't see any reason why not, really. Um, but you're not doing the bio, the biofeedback by remote, to the best of my knowledge. Well, maybe you are. Not sure. That goes into the not sure department. Got to think about it a bit more. To, I've got a lot of other things to um, to do after after doing this uh, this video. I really don't know if they're going to publish it, but hey, we're here and we're, we're, we're winging it. We've got 21 people online and we've got 10,000 plus people on Facebook. So we'll see how we go. Okay, um, Jay, um, you're asking me, if you're using Generator X to treat two different people, will there be any frequency bleed between the two adjacent remotes? Okay, now I'm not, again, clarifying, I'm not using this generator to do uh, remote biofeedbacks as such. I'm using a biological sample, a physical sample between two plates. And so it's measuring the characteristics, the, because Generator X is looking at the change in the signal that it's putting out. And it's being modified by this biological capacity you've got connected to the output of the generator. And so I'm not sure um, whether it will work in truly remote mode, like you keep the person's nail between these plates. I guess a better way of doing it, because the, it's better to have the plates very close together, and nails tend to be quite thick. And so you'd have, um, it would be better to use nail powder, spread the powder over evenly across two plates and then put it together like that. There's issues like this which need to be addressed, and we'll work on that. Uh, okay. We, we get, you know, a lot of people say to us, look, you've made a change in our lives. You've, you've improved our lifestyle. You've, you've actually meant that I can live life without pain. And um, this is what we do. You know, this is what drives us. And so now we don't do anything sort of hobbies and stuff in our own time. We just go home and talk work and go to the office and talk work. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Bev, you've just told me it's easy to get DNA of a shark, which is a dolphin's enemy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Well, you 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 get a generator X and and um and let us let us know how it goes. Okay, um, Karen Hughes, you've asked me. Hi, Karen. Um, can a person with a pacemaker use the new generator X with tens pads? Uh, we do recommend that people with pacemakers don't use. Um, any sort of uh, TENS machine, not just ours, but any. Um, if, you, um, if you do, um, please see the person who provided you with the machine um, because, you know, your heart's pretty important and uh, you don't want to be interrupting that. You don't want to be doing anything naughty there. And so please... 
uh, see the person who who um, who supplied it, the doctor, the the um, registered medical professional. I am not a registered medical professional, and I can't give that advice. So we tell people don't. Um, I've heard other people do, and they keep the tens pads away from the heart, so the path between the pads is not near the tens pads. Um, but that is at their own risk. And so I cannot personally give you any advice on that. Okay, well, I've finished all my questions there. I'll just check on the Facebook ones. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, this game changer is likely bioresonance. I think so. Now, that was Alex again. You know, bioresonance is something that people don't, most people don't really understand, but they, many people do take to advantage. Um, bioresonance is everything. If you do know the response frequency of anything, and then you apply that frequency, you can either help it by giving it a gentle frequency, or you can overpower it, which is much of what Rifles was doing. He was overpowering a, a, a target cell using a frequency that it naturally responded to. And so, absolutely. And I believe that Generator X, you know, uh, uh, with, the, with the presets at the moment, with the XM generator, we've got our, um, uh, we've got presets which split up scans because this, the biofeedback scans take so long that um, we've had to split them up into quarter scans. And um, that, that's, that's kind of a drag. I mean, having to do a scan and then a scan after that or the day after. And because germs multiply so quickly, you don't know whether you're sort of starting from where you left off or whether you're really starting with a, with a completely new batch of unwanted friends in your body. And so it's, you know, that, that's a bit of a drag. And... Um, so our scan, single scan, it covers every single frequency that was discovered by Royal Rife, even the very earliest ones. His one is actually 17 megahertz. We can go, the preset goes to 18 megahertz, just to be safe. His, um, he stated that he, a frequency had to be within one quarter of 1% to be accurate. And... So we decided to go to half of that. So we maintain, we're actually more accurate than the minimum. So we guarantee to hit the frequency. We go to a finer resolution of accuracy, accuracy for the hit target in the, in the XM presets. We go to 0.025 because it takes a while for your body to feel a sensation and then respond to it. And so this is why that's so fine. But because the generator X is monitoring the signal and not the body response, it can zap through them super fast and it doesn't need to have such a small step. And so, yeah, it's a real game changer. And it's, um, you know, it's not phantom science, it's, it's a real science. If you want to look up the research papers, there's, there's plenty on PubMed which 
explain to you how different cell types respond to different uh, signals, different frequencies. And the dominant factor is not actually the current that passes through, it's the phase angle. Um, the reason why our preset uses the current for monitoring rather than phase angle is because when the phase angle changes, the current also changes. And so if you only monitor the current, you're also in a way, indirectly, monitoring the phase angle. But of course, you can always do a retrospective analysis on the phase angle alone and uh, see how you go from there. Okay. Well, there's no more questions. Goodness knows. Oh, wow, the time has really flied. I sh I've got to be doing some real work. But um, look, this is totally unplanned. I must apologize um, that we, you know, we didn't have our expert on, on board. There'd be a very good reason. We're, um, we're, we'll try our best to get him on next time. So sorry we didn't talk about those super cool, interesting subjects, which, um, which we had planned. Um, so it turned into a bit of a show and tell. I'm very proud to be the first person to showcase our Generator X. Um, I cannot overstate the importance of accuracy. We, we could have used cheap components, shortcuts. We haven't. We wanted the best. And what we have produced has been previously impossible or certainly for most, um, you know, in research groups, um, in universities, the technology that's inside here is used, but it's not to the masses. And so when you read the research papers which do the biofeedbacks on the phase angle, they're using machines like this, but, they, but these machines are very, very expensive. We're talking $30,000, $40,000. We've taken those ideas, Lucky Sponge, <laughs> and we've made it into a beautiful, rife machine, the Generator X. We've got our beautiful spooky on the side, six buttons. It's, it's hard when you're working in a room. On button, choose the generator, choose the program, and press start. If you want the program to run continuously, press loop. If you want to stop it, oops, you press stop there. <laughs> well, that's the manual for Generator X. Isn't it cool? To, to be able to explain how to run a generator in a minute, that's ideal. And I think we've done pretty good and there's a display you can see what's happening without complicated lines without pressing dab 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 and then submenu dab 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 it's just one click for most of the things so it's simple 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 but don't be fooled behind something which is very very simple to use is something that is truly leading edge in the world today so let's see now the questions uh oh i'm told ken will be online in 10 minutes really gosh 
Uh, maybe this is going to be um, a day of videos for me. Uh, okay. Oh, no, I'm looking at old news. And can, really? That never happened. No, so I'm looking at old news, sorry. So I don't know why the question suddenly flipped up to the top. So, so um, no, he didn't arrive. But, but he's a really nice guy. He's a, he's, a, he's a real nice person. And so I'm really keen to have him on. You guys will be surprised what he knows and how he's got the ability of explaining complicated things in a very simple way as well. And so he'll, he'll be well worth it. So um, I guess I've run out of things to say. I've showcased the, um, the new Generator X, explained how uh, the old boost still plug in, your remote still plug in. You know, if... If someone plugged in a generator X into your rig, okay, and didn't tell you, you would not know. You'd see a box, you click a box, and then you just run it the same as you do with the XM generator. You may notice there's a few more controls that appear automatically on the screen, but you'd have to notice them, I suppose. But all the other buttons are in the same normal place. Because the generator monitors things and it's got the, the facility to load programs on as well, there are a few extra buttons. But we've kept everything, uh, any change, as small as possible. The last thing we want is things to be having to be re relearned, you know, like. Really, and the comp the, the software is complicated already. I do confess that, but you know, you know how to use Spooky. You can use the new Generator X. So wonderful to have you with me. For this is our first non-summer. Goodbye, everyone. I've been asked to talk about the new remotes, which is this unit here, um, and how it differs from our previous remote. Our previous remote used predominantly magnetic fields to produce the entanglement effect, but this one is using predominantly electric fields. And so the load on the generator is less, the waveform is more, um, more accurate, it's more um, sharp. And um, there's, there is some trickery with the with um, with these two sides here. Um, we we did trials with people that were frequency sensitive, and um, we we found um, uh, that many people are frequency sensitive, but some of them are exceedingly so. And we we stumbled upon um, a, um, a mother and daughter team. Family in Japan who this totally blew us away with their accuracy. To to put you know to to explain to you just how good they were, uh, we we had all these units set up in a row, and we had different combinations of 
of um, how we had the plates and the and distances and potentials and everything. And in one run, we had one set up one, one way, one set up the other way. And then the third one was a combination of the two. And so um, we had them independently um, test the first one, then the second one, and that's and they said the first one felt so you know had some sort of sensation. The second one had a different sensation, and the third one had a combination of the two. <laughs> like, this really blew us away. And they gave their uh, the feedback which they gave on the on their inmates was feeling how they felt and how how the how the healing forces were inside the body when we were using the, when we were putting the frequencies on the remotes. And they were telling us when we had the generator on and when we had it off, there was no clicking sound, nothing. And they could feel at that very instant, uh, the, um, the signal was um, applied to these remotes. And it was double blind. We didn't know which ones there were. Into, well, I knew because I set it up, but I made sure I was not part of the, um, part of the testing. And um, and so, yeah, we found that uh, there was a couple in Japan and there's another person as well that had a very similar ability. But they, they were basically running the experiment. They were telling us, no, you haven't turned it on yet, turn it on. And we learned a lot from those trials. We found that some, some preconceptions that we had uh, were wrong. And so we've decided, well, we go for the very, very best and this is what we've come up with. So it's a nice little unit.